Good morning, RTS Unorthodox. Mark and Mike on the mics. February 22nd, 2023. Day two, Snowmageddon. Mark, what's up, buddy? <laughs> How are you doing this fine, beautiful Thursday? Well, you know, it's... <laughs> We always tell everybody. What do we tell them? We don't record the day of. Well, let's. I mean, that so would have been nice to know in the medias. So today is February 22nd, but when the fine folks of RTS Nation decide to listen to this installment of Unorthodox, it will be February 23rd. Absolutely. <laughs> so I actually should have left it. We actually, I, I, I had, uh, we were recording. I had the big red light on, which is kind of opposite. And, I, I mean, I, every time I've, I'm, I'm like, dude, are you recording? It's red. And you're like, no, red means record. Green means not record. I'm like, well, green means go. Red means stop in my world. But evidently in podcast, roadcaster world, it's the complete opposite. So, yeah. So we did. We already did one take on this. And like we said, unorthodox would always be unedited and unfiltered. And, and it's unorthodox. Well, Mike, when he he comes up to me right in the studio, I'm doing a little bit of audio engineering degree and whatnot here. Yep. And he goes, can I open the show? I mean, I don't think it was that dramatic. No, no, no. It was dramatic. I mean, I did write a formal letter asking <laughs> if I could do it. I mean, you you <laughs> came you came to me. Yep. I'm sitting down here. I'm hard at work here in the light speed equipment studio. Beautiful. It's got a ring to it. It does have a ring to it. We'll t- we'll elaborate a little bit on that later. And just like pounds the beer on the table, slams his phone down, and goes, "Mark." I'm like, "What's up, buddy?" I want to open the show tonight. Yeah. I was like, you got it, dude. No problem. You do you. Do it the way you want. I'm all game for it. You know, it's kind of cool. You know, everybody's probably sick of hearing me doing it. Let's change it up. Yeah. I'm game. Absolutely. We should put out a Twitter poll. See what sounded better. (laughs) You want to do like live audition tapes right now? (laughs) Uh, Maybe not right now, but maybe in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the RTS podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. What's going down in Frogtown? It's Mark and Mike, Mike and Mark on the mics. Here we are. Morning radio. If you have not driven in, do not. It's going to be bad out there. Live here on radio station 3787 AM. It's the Wolf Mark and Mike. Check it out. <laughs> it's like that voicemail we left Cody that one night. Oh my gosh. That was the greatest. We're <laughs> Dude, I haven't left a voicemail forever. And that used to be my thing. That was my thing back in the day. I think I remember you telling me that. I was a voicemail lever. I re- Absolutely. I think I remember you telling me that. My boy Chad, he's the one that taught me how to do it. Not taught me, but he perfected it. The sales guy, Chad. So yeah, it's uh dude, that was that was fun, man. That was a we I have a recording of that voicemail. And I think we've played it on a previous I think so, yeah. Episode, which I'm assuming we did, and I'm gonna guess that it was probably when Cody was on. So if anybody wants to we could always play it again. It's it's kind of long. It's kind of hard to hear, but it's it's gold. I think we're just gonna have to make a new one. We can. We yeah. can. Call, we, hey, man, we have the technology here in the studio. We could definitely call Cody, but he's probably going to answer. Yeah. So we'd have to like pre-plan. Like he'd answer, and I'd be like, "Dude, don't answer next time." We'd probably have to call him during opening night while he's like driving his race car. We would It'd be the only time he would answer. We would probably be there well i know it'd be even better then we could call him while he's racing and leave him a voicemail <laughs> move up cody run the high side yeah. <laughs> take the take the you know de- voice take that rts decal off the right quarter panel you got there shit son right 
That's what I love about him. He's like, I just don't want to damage the car. And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta run them motherfuckers off the road. It's super stock <laughs> race, and that's part of the game. <laughs> no, I love Kit Code, man. He, just, I wish him best, man. He, he, uh, he uh, broke his collarbone a while back. He's on the mend. Oh, damn, no good. No, not. And then uh, my uh, partner in crime on the 69s, David Holman. He just uh, he's having foot surgery on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, broke his foot. I think yeah, broke his foot. Yeah, Ouch. I've never broke a bone, so I have no idea what. Eddie of that pain feels like I cannot imagine, and here it is right here. Yeah, knocking on the wood. Is this technically wood? I don't know, fake wood. I'll I'll hit some trim or something. <laughs> Almost lost his headphones. Almost lost the headphone. I don't know. I recall. Ooh, now we're playing footsie under the table. Um, I remember. I do recall a time where I believe you parked it at Viking Speedway in Alexandria. I did. And I would like to say it might have been operator error. You might have just been excitement. I don't know. But you ran over your own foot. So I will tell you the story on what really happened. Okay, give me the details. And if you blame this on your father, then everything is in void and it's your fault. Well, just because my dad has one leg and he was trying to give me one leg. That's basically (laughs) how this story ends. But... Uh, yeah, went to victory lane, just sat on the nerf bar, put my hand in the cockpit like I always do. My dad was pushing me. Well, he's pushing me too fast. So I just put my feet down like I always do to slow down. And, uh, their scale was is, is built into the ground, but there was like a foot gap between the scale and like the pad. So my feet went down while well, when he was pushing me across my left foot went down into that gap, mm. rolled down and the nerf bar rolled over my foot. And popped the car up in the air, and it didn't tear anything. Went down to uh, foot and ankle clinics, got it checked out, got some x-rays, everything was good. Put me in a walking boot for a week, and everything healed up. I got very, very lucky that day. Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, old race doc, uh, Jeff Pellersell's foot and ankle clinic. Yep. Gave you the hook up, made sure you're good, cleared uh, past you to uh, continue racing, because I believe you had to race that next weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. We're at Rock the walking boot, and it was, uh, it was good to go. So that's probably the closest I think I've been to, to breaking a bone. That's pretty close. And it was uh, it was bad. It was like a three-hour drive home that night, and I literally remember getting home. <laughs> yeah, you home. came home that night. You yeah. Did. I remember getting home, and I literally had to crawl into the house. You I crawled. Could, I could not put any pressure on my foot. What kind of crawl? Army crawl? Crab crawl? It was like knees and hands. It was bad. So, like, I had too much to drink trying to crawl to the toilet to throw up crawl. No, I, I can usually walk if I have to puke, but this was, I mean, it was no no pressure. So then I ended up going right downstairs, getting the crutches, crutched it back, went to bed, and then went down to Jeff's in the morning. So, Man. But put the walking boot on, and it was fine. I could walk right out of there. It was just unbelievable what a walking boot does. I've had my fair share of walking boots back in the day because as an ex-basketball player and a track runner, you're always having foot, ankle, Makes sense. You know, high ankles. You know, just a, a typical LeBron James, why I'm not playing tonight, high ankle sprain. Really? You know, just yep. I'm, I'm just going to sit this one out tonight. Perfect. And this was back in the mid-2000s. Like, I would, like, how would you rate your your boot comfortability on a, on the Mueller meter? Dude, it was, it was phenomenal. I went into work Monday, Tuesday, and I ended up powder coating, sat down in a chair for two days. So, I, oh, I mean, shit. I rested it. <laughs> So it's not like I was, you know what I mean, hard at work them a couple days. But no, it, the boot was a lifesaver. No, because the, the ones that I had back when I was in junior high, high school, yeah. they were terrible. Oh, yeah. This one had like 
air shocks. Like you pumped up the air. Like an old Nike sneaker? Yes, like the tongue on a Nike sneaker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pump me up. Yeah, like putting NOS in Fast and the Furious. <laughs> so I know that boot saved my life. So big big shout out to Jeff. I've told him that many times. So yeah, it uh, definitely saved my left foot. I mean, that's my brake foot. That one's more important than the gas foot. You don't need the brakes, brother. The Schneagle is a brake, baby. Dude, I could attest to that. So when I had my uh, five seconds of glory out on Cedar Lake Speedway driving the MM87, which was the Mark Meyerhoff 87 that day because yeah. Mike was not in it, <laughs> which I always find hilarious how that works out because we have the same initials. But Perfect. Lo- and uh, let's get to the point of the story here. Uh, so we're putting the thrash and put the car together last second, you know, and we're, you know, we are finding, we are making bolts that aren't supposed to work, work. Right. I remember <laughs> we put a short Nerf bar on and there's only in one spud and we <laughs> yeah, electrical we taped it around some other stuff to make it look pretty. I wasn't going, I wasn't planning on going out there and banging Nerf bars. All right. So Absolutely it was, not. it would have not passed tech, but it, it would, it passed our technical inspection. The only thing that car passed. That whole night was Zach Wittes. That's right. I did pass Zach Wittes. <laughs> I think I did. I was like, didn't finish last, gained a spot, moving up in the starting order. Oh, wait, you're a rookie. You're just starting to back anyway. Doesn't matter. And then break two shifters later, and well, guess what? We didn't even make a lap in the future. Hey, but the memories of beating the 10Z so, will live on forever. <laughs> but back to the, you know what's even funnier about that? So I got my, I, I still have my first official check from Cedar Lake. Yeah. And they paid me. They paid me because technically I didn't make a lab in the feature. I'm pretty sure Marge wrote on the bottom of it. He tried. That's even better. <laughs> I'll show you. Yes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it says on the bottom of the check. He tried. <laughs> but to the brake story, we're ble- Well, first of all, let's start off. We get the car put together. Now we're trying to bleed the brakes. Yep. Mike, you broke one of the bleeders yeah just found out last week when i was putting the caliper on the new car so ordered a bleeder so breaks the bleeder yep and then he's giving you know and just like any good car owner would you know trying to teach the rookie driver hey man you know these this is all stuff you need to know about this car i've been driving this thing for years it's got its tendencies this is what it likes this is what it doesn't like i'm, I'm soaking all this information up like a sponge now right. he didn't warn me about the whole shifter ordeal but that's for another day so he goes i'm gonna tell you right now when you Wherever which way you're pointing and you go to stab that brake, that car is going to shoot that way. Yep. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Well, here I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do my best to get up to speed. Now, I'm not at the magnitude of what you guys do on a regular basis, but I was like, I'm going to give her hell. No, you did very well. I come out of two and I'm all by myself. I get packs long gone. So I'm just like, hey, you know, everything's good. Things popping and banging because we mistimed it and everything. So that's that was, you know, it, it was fun. Louder than all hell. These mufflers that Mike's got on his car are just god awful. There are no mufflers. <laughs> that's why just so the loud. headers. <laughs> and headers. The headers. little zoomies. Sorry. Sorry. Zoomies. My bad. And so I'm come storming out of two, if you want to call it. It was like a little mini hurricane coming out of two. Just all I'm pretty sure you're in staging watching this, probably trying not to have a heart attack. It was very nerve wrenching. Nerve wrenching. <laughs> I'm going into three. Probably the fastest I'm going down the back stretches is probably like lap four or five, you know, eight lap feature. And I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna try the art of trail breaking. Yeah. I know what it is. I understand the concept of it. I'm gonna give it a whirl. I go into three, run in the bottom, you know, the infamous Mike Mueller catfish line. It's beautiful. He told me if I got too close to the wall, I'm fired. So I stayed as far as away as I could. 
And I stab the brake, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going in the effing infield. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man, stab and steer. So let off the brake, car jerks back to the right, stomp back on the gas, car goes back to the left. <laughs> I think that was the time where you almost hit the wall coming out of four. Well, I was getting, I was picking up speed, baby. You were cruising. Oh, man. It, I, You know, I was thinking about that today. And I was just like, man, you know, like I've got my plan set in stone. I know what I'm doing in 2023. I want to be at the track. I want to get content. I want to grow this podcast and everything. I got a suit. Oh, yeah. I got shoes. Shoes? I mean, I only need a couple other things. I mean, I, you know, I've obviously I got to talk to the PR and vice president and CEO of RTS podcast, my beautiful bride, which is standing literally two feet away from me, which (laughs) I feel like this is a very, very bad time to be having this conversation. Yes. Live on the microphones. She come over here and whoop my ass at any moment. Get him. And I mean, if the opportunity arises again, man, I I would love if you kill her to get back behind the wheel a couple times this year. Like I told you, we got to do at least one trip to Grand Rapids for a wing and a non-wing race. I agree. We got to do it for you. We got to make it happen. You know, and I I look back at the arrive and drive as well. I only got one shot out there, which was fine. We had a ton of people that showed up. God, it was way more than I thought it was going to be. You know, it it was a ton of fun. And I think out and you know, take it take away from that is that I think a few of the people that test drove your car at the arrive and drive are actually going to be driving in the UMSS this year. Yeah. Two people that I know of that drove the car have definitely bought cars. But my takeaway from that is when I was out there, you know, truck tracks already rubbered up to all beat hell. Junk. Just junk. We got shitty tire on it. Yeah. You know, we probably, you know, we didn't throw anything of a setup at it. You know, obviously, who cares? It's testing too. We just yeah. make sure it's not too loose, not too tight. Oh, it was decent. And I, you know, and I've never raced on a track like that. So I looked like a baby deer trying to walk. Now, I'm not saying I'm great at this, but I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on it. Oh, you look good. You're definitely better than anybody that drove my car, including Dan. Ooh, I don't know. Dan was getting that. <laughs> Did you see the in-car footage from that? No, He's... yeah, he was uh, He was sawing on the wheel. No, he was getting there. Yeah. He was definitely getting there. I'm used to, you know, the couple times that I've been out there at full, you know, at well, three-quarter speed, if you want to call it that. Right. I throw it in, and she just glides along the track. Well, one time I tried doing that on a rubbered-up track, I was like, holy shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, being on a rubber, rubbered-up track is so much different. It's it's a blast. It sucks because you just know every lap. You're throwing money away. Throwing money away. Just hard on the motor. Burning tires. Burning tires. <laughs> no, but it is. It's fun. The art of rubber is fun, and it, there's nothing funner than when you're racing and you find the rubber first. Oh, yeah. And you're just tracking them down, tracking them down, and they're missing it. And then you get there, and it's just, I don't know, that is a, that's one feeling that when you find it first and you win a race, it's it's awesome. No, I, I can only imagine, man. And, like, obviously the ultimate goal for any race car driver is to win. Yep. And, you know, and this is just like, I got time at work. I daydream sometimes, you know. It is what it is. You got to. And it's just like, I can only imagine, and obviously you've felt this numerous amount of times in your racing career, like, just like what, like, it would just be cool just to have that euphoria and that excitement of just, you know, you were the best that night. No one could beat you. Yeah. And just experience that once. Now, I'm not, uh, that'll probably never happen for me, but I just, sometimes I daydream about it. The rush of winning is it's just exciting. But like we've talked about before, them nights where you start 17th and you run it up to 4th, 
some of those nights are just even better than winning. You know, you have that great run, no yellows, you passed every car, maybe a couple fell out, something like that, the caution-free races. Them are almost sometimes better than the wins. You start on the pole and walk away. It's like, yeah, it's cool we won. Obviously, it's cool. Mm. You know, you get the check, the trophy, whatnot. It is a blast. But them nights that you hard charge and you busted your ass, and it's like, man, five more laps. Or if I would have started 10th, not 17th, we would have won. Those nights are some of the nights I look back on. We're like, that was that was great. I drove my ass off. I did the best. I was the best car that day. There just wasn't enough laps. And I drew 99 out of 100 like normal. So <laughs> some of those nights, man. But Started no, I, in the back of a heat race, one-lane track. Yep. Yep. No, exactly. <laughs> no, it'd be cool, man. Yeah, if the opportunity comes up again, I'm sure you and me will talk about it later. But if, oh, yeah. it, if it comes up, man, like I'm down. We're, we're definitely going to go to Grand Rapids with you at least one time next year. But I'm telling you what, if there is a 2% chance of rain, we are not even going to look, no, absolutely look at not. anything. Nope. So I agree. Not driving that far for another rain out. No, I agree, man. Well, you know, it's kind of cool. That was a good, you know, good little uh, 15 minutes of talk. You know, I know we don't, our unorthodox isn't normally meant for racing. No. You know, it's just a kind of a hangout session. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. I think Eric Gio from Bench Racing Radio drives uh, Sprint Car as well. Uh, he said, man, it's, it just feels like a hangout session with you guys. It is. And if we talk racing, great. I'm all for it, man. Let's talk racing, you know, a little bit. If they, we can do this on a night after a midweek race, and hey, we got the updates. We just watched it. It's fresh in our brains. Hey, you missed it. You tune in to us the next morning. We'll have the highlights for you. Yes, we will. But, you know, sometimes when they race, they get done at 10 o'clock. I need my beauty sleep. So does Mike. It's yes, not going to always work out. But I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been tuning into the RTS Unorthodox episode so far, yeah. supporting what we're doing here. It's just a fun little deal, trying to, you know, stay relevant yeah relevant of that so you know just not be as hit or miss let's just put it that way exactly you know these little episodes are quick they're easy they're quick to edit you know and we just want to stay in touch with you guys we've gotten a lot of good feedback man we appreciate everybody doing that so i know it's not always racing which is what everybody tunes in for but uh and some of the topics we may talk about you'd be like why in the hell are these guys talking about this because it's on our mind and still for the record F you FedEx and just screw it. It doesn't matter. I know I did get a little feedback. I do like the color purple. Okay. It's just, you know, at the time, screw it all. No purple. Nothing. No, no. Not happening. No purple rain. No prints. No who's your neck bands. No FedEx trucks. <laughs> doesn't even matter. Well, what I thought was funny is that so what uh my wonderful wife, uh T Swizzle Homie, is trying to do is we're trying to up the TikTok game, the reels on the Instagram and whatnot. So when we've been doing these, she's been popping in and out, getting a little video footage, kind of mashing mashing it up together. I thought there was cameras in her. I didn't know she was in here. Oh, she's sneaky, man. Very. I'm very, very sneaky. Like a mouse. <laughs> and uh, so she put one up yesterday. If you want to go take a look at the, I don't know if it's on her TikTok. I didn't look, but I know it's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It is on TikTok. Yeah. And all it is is just Mike just bashing. And it makes it, doesn't sound like you're bashing FedEx. It sounds like you have a personal vendetta against Denny Hamlin. <laughs> I know. It turned out great. <laughs> no, it was uh, perfect editing on her part, man. She killed it. She knocked it out of the park. Yeah, like Mark said, thank you to everybody. I've gotten a ton of Snapchats and messages about this, so it's a lot of fun. And uh, shout out to Cami. The I-90 racetrack was I-90 in Blue Earth. It was right there by the Walmart. So the new track you're talking about, I think that's a different place or owners or whatnot. But when I was there, it was almost a quarter mile, and it was one of the coolest tracks that I'd definitely been to. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, if there's stuff that you guys want to bring up, obviously you've had some people directly message you. I've had some people directly message me. If there's anything you know that we've either talked about or hit on, 
anything, we'll bring Eden. This is the place to do it. Or if you want us to, uh, want us to talk about anything and banter about any bullshit, let us know because uh, we're really good at you know talking shit. That's why we're here on the mics. Yeah, that's why they call it unorthodox, man. It's unedited, unfiltered. Hey, we don't give a shit. Not at all. But uh, hey, before we before we get out of here. I'm just trying to start to make this a trend here on the show. And I've got a couple other tricks up my sleeve that I'm going to be talking about with our PR department later tonight. Sounds good. First of all, Snowmageddon Day 2. It's here. It is here. You you just got in from plowing out a little bit too long ago. And it's here, folks. I, I'm not working tomorrow. Mike's not working tomorrow. I'm off. Taylor's not working tomorrow. We're all off. It sounds like basically wherever this snowstorm's supposed to hit, is we shut down. Yeah. We are done. It, it, nobody's going anywhere. But if you do... Drive safe. Yeah. That's, you know, we don't need nobody getting hurt. We're Minnesotans. We're well-trained in this. Yes, At least we are. I think we are. Drive slick practice. Absolutely, man. So, but yeah, it's coming. I don't know. They're saying we can get anywhere from six inches to 30. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no <laughs> in between. No. A dusting. Otherwise, uh, you don't have windows in your house anymore. No, like, I'm just waiting for, like, because where, where our house is, it's at the end of the road, and how the wind swirls around here down the street it all like basically banks up to my driveway. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for the massive wind drifts. Snow drift city, baby. It's going to be nutty. Hey, man, you already had your first uh, date with your four-wheeler. I, you know, you're going to probably have a couple more before the end of the week's over. It was beautiful. She fired right up, threw the choke on it for a little bit. It was good to go. The national day of for tomorrow is National Chili Day. No way. Chili bowl. Dude, that's why our chili cook-off was probably Thursday, and it got postponed for two weeks. makes sense now. I did not know that. Your marketing people over at Gear Grid are spot on. Dude, I'm going to actually text my CEO, Bob, and ask him if that's why they did it. Bob. I had no idea. That's hilarious. That makes sense. It's National Chili Day. Does anybody else's work do a chili cook-off? Not mine. Because I know a couple do, and they have really cool trophies. We have a belt, like a WWE belt, if you win our chili cook-off and it's a 200 dollars prize what yeah it's 200 150 top three get paid and you get this wwe belt that says chili cook-off champion i am quitting my job <laughs> oh and by the way they gave us tomorrow off and i get paid go fuck yourself <laughs> 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 i did not get all of those life of luxuries oh man it's not not a bad place jesus christ you literally, I'm not even, this is another unorthodox I just episode. love it when I text you and you're oh like, I'm my. quitting my job. These are the best texts that I like, could ever these get. These people have the most immaculate Christmas parties. They got like the gifts that him and Frank brought home from this Christmas we party. We got Bluetooth Bose speakers. I'm done. I don't even want to talk about Solo it. Solo stove. I do, stupid. <laughs> Cash prizes, gift cards, chili cook-off to win WWE championship belts, paid days off that you're not even supposed to technically. I mean, this is last second. You're not supposed to be paid for this. It, it's an act of God. Thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I wanted to. It's National Chili Day tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be a good day to have some chili. It is. Cold, no bean chili for Mark. No. no. Extra sour cream and cheese. No. So, actually, who brought that up? Uh, Dusty Lawson. Oh, really? Drives out with the Western Renegades. And uh, he commented on our RTS and Orthodox. So I want to give him a little bit of shout out because I guess his sp- one of his sponsors on his race car is actually the site that I use. It's the National Calendar Day, like .com. Oh, really? Or whatever, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, I would have never thought of that for a sponsor. So you must have the hookup there. So maybe if, Dusty, if you listen to this, give us a little insight of how that whole thing worked. That'd be kind of cool to hear about. Yeah. Um, but, Such a small world. So now I've got a source. Now I've got a reason more to use that source. And yeah, no, it was kind of just small world. That couldn't have worked out any better. So, but then he also puts on there and he goes, we need to advocate 
to get National Sprint Car Day 410 on the National uh calendar day well what a better day to do that especially because it coincides with your birthday exactly Dude, that would be lights out no i was that's i responded to him and whatnot and i was like it's we celebrate you know sprint car day 410 day you know we celebrate it all the time because it's my birthday dude perfect could not be any better no i mean i picked a pretty good day to pop out yes you did thank you mom yeah you were done <laughs> i was done cooking yep. <laughs> I was... that bun in the oven's got to come out <laughs> okay thanks mom <laughs> thanks <laughs> all right man let's get the heck out of here you want to close it out since you opened it up i do man thanks for listening we're getting out of here in the light speed studios let's do it mark see ya well, i was gonna do that oh well there bud so i was i was kind of what i was hoping for is you're kind of picking up what i was putting down there all and right you're gonna close it out and I was like, ah! <laughs> all right everybody we're out of here till next time <laughs>